to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self at the same time. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and nutrition and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you, and I know that you're in exactly the right place to turn that ship around and build a body you love inside and out. So let's go. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. And today's episode is inspired by the massive fight I had with myself a few hours earlier about training today and the internal dialogue that happened in relation to actually getting shit done. So today what I'm going to be diving into is the motivation framework that I use to ensure that I'm getting shit done but it's also the motivation framework I teach to my clients. So I thought, you know what, I would give the listeners of this podcast a sneaky peek into both my internal dialogue and the framework that I am teaching my clients inside the Glam Body Program, which is my one-on-one online coaching platform. Before I do that, you know what, I thought I would give you a quick summary as well, like a bit of a life update with what's happening with me, why not? You know, and I might do these a little bit more often. If you would like to actually hear or see a specific comp prep series, if if you don't know, I am, or I have decided that I would like to compete in a bikini competition, which will be in October. So season B, so not competing in season A, I'm competing in season B, but uh, if you would like me to do a specific or specific comp prep series on the podcast, let me know. I'm actually thinking of doing some vlogs for it. And, you know, I know we all have amazing ideas and not everything comes to fruition, but if you're listening to this and you would really love that, I'd super appreciate if you just shoot me a message, you can shoot me a message at the fit and free podcast, Instagram, or even my own personal one, Amy Louise coaching and be like, yeah, hell yeah. I'd love to see that. Um, if you don't want to see it, then don't message. That's fine. But I just wanted to give you a brief little update. So, I am at 269 days out from that 30th of October competition. Yes, I am counting down in days. For me, this is one of my drivers is being able to see a countdown in days. So I'm using that to my advantage. We'll get into that soon. But the other thing that I'm starting to toss up is because the show I want to do is in Queensland and I'm in Melbourne, uh, Victoria. I'm actually thinking of maybe doing a different federation as well down in Melbourne. Uh, touch wood, I don't think that there will be any border restrictions by then, but who the hell knows? So that's what I'm thinking. Um, at the moment, I'm in a mini cut. So my coach has got me in a mini cut. It's only going to be four weeks long. I'm almost done week three. So by uh, three day, in three days, I'll be I'll be finished week three. Uh, how's it going? So my compliance is like 9.5 out of 10 across training cardio uh, steps and nutrition I'm doing really really well in terms of my photos I think we can see quite a difference Uh, my scale weight took an initial dive and now has quite plateaued but also uh, I'm right bang into like day two or day three of my menstrual cycle so um, I'm thinking maybe the scale weight is a little bit of a flux up of water water retention that we do see in in the um, that late luteal phase which is 
just before your period starts. Um, and typically I should see my lightest weigh in in the next few days. So we'll do, we'll see if the scale weight does drop a little bit, but it's a mini cut. Then we're going to go into three months of another growth phase, which excites the fuck out of me. Part of my language. Do I need to say that? I swear a lot on this podcast anyway, so I don't think you guys mind. Uh, but another growth phase. And, and to be honest with you, if you've listened to any of the episodes, you would have heard previously that I, I'm not too happy with my performance in terms of gym consistency over the last two years. And we can blame lockdown. I don't want to blame lockdown. I really could have. There was nothing stopping me. Yeah, at times I had limited equipment, sure. But mm, there's really nothing stopping me um, except for my own mind and I'll be diving into that topic again today so it was like perfect segue segue but yeah I'm, I'm really pumped at the moment with training I'm feeling so inspired with training I've been able to hit my uh, deficit on the dot which is really really exciting um, because typically it takes me a little while to get into the swing of things with with, def- with deficit phases but I think just having this very big goal is um, helping me with that. And yeah, again, great segue. So what I want to talk to you about today is just give you a brief rundown with what was going through my mind before uh, earlier today with this training session, because I think so many of you will relate. And I think it'd be really good to hear the insides of someone else's brain um, so that you know you're not alone. But then also, I just want to give you the, the skills to be able to work through this yourself, because often we see on people's Instagram, you know, motivation, uh, sorry, discipline, motivation. And I didn't, I couldn't be bothered. You know, what do I do when I come to bother training? I just go do it. And it's like that stuff like, is helpful to an extent, but I'm all about giving people tools and strategies. Like I, I want to help people actually get this shit done, not just being like a bit of a flex. Like look at me, I'm so strong and powerful because uh, you know, I didn't care what I feel. I can just get this shit done. It's like, mm, but how? And actually in growth phase, I did quite a bit of reading about motivation because I was like, I was the kind of person for many, many years who was like, you know, fuck motivation. You just need discipline. And it's like, hang on a second. Where does that get someone when they just hear that? Like for some people that will get them to do the thing, that's enough. But for a lot of people that can actually be disheartening because they're like, well, maybe then I'm not disciplined and I don't have what it takes and blah, 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 blah. So I was like, you know what, when I was creating my core shred phase, I thought, well, let me learn about motivation. And the more I learned about motivation, the more I realized uh, we can engineer it. Motivation isn't actually a feeling. It's a set of internal processes that we undertake to get shit done. And you probably don't know this about me, but I love systems. I love step-by-step processes. I need it. I need the structure. I love it. And in the way I coach, I often tend towards coaching through structure, through step-by-step because um, I guess I'm biased. It's the way I like to learn. And you know what? We could be airy-fairy when we want to, but I think in terms of the game of getting results and getting timely results, having a structure and a system to follow is the bomb.com. If you've read Atomic Habits, James Clear says something like, we don't fall to We don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. Freaking spot on. So that brings me to how do we actually engineer motivation, which is what I'm going to be talking about right now. So there are a number of different parts to this. 
you've got to get a pen and paper. If you're driving, don't get a pen and paper. But um, I would highly recommend getting a pen and paper and starting to write these down. So first things first. Actually, and I just want to say that this isn't me just making a whole lot of shit up. A lot of this comes from two uh, schools of thought. Number one is social cognitive theory on theories on motivation social cognitive theory on motivation and to a little bit of NLP neuro-linguistic programming. And I know that that is not a gold standard. I know that in the quote unquote science realm um, that it might be even frowned upon to an extent. However, to be quite honest with you in terms of coaching and success in coaching clients, I have seen some of the ideas really, really beneficial. So before you write the podcast off because you have preconceived notions, hear the structure out. So the first thing that we are going to do, your first heading on your piece of paper is going to be your value identification. Okay, so this is where we are really asking ourselves, what are our values? What 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 do we want to use as an anchor for how we show up in life and how we make decisions, okay? So I want you to write down what you value. And this can be values. It can even be people or things. But I'll just give you four of mine. And these are at the moment. Uh, values can change, of course, over time. Uh, number one, loving connection. Number two, I have freedom. Number three, I have challenge. And number four, I have creativity. I actually do recommend five, but when I did this myself, I, I just had those four for the moment. They're all very, very strong values of mine, okay? Then what I want you to write down is what does each of those values mean to you? This is critical because we interpret words differently. You know, we could both say this is pink and we're seeing different pinks, right? Um, so write down what this means to you. Once you've done that, you're going to have a look at your life now. You're going to write down what behaviors you're currently participating in that help you live into those values, okay? So, um, for example, for challenge, I have my job, I have competing, um, um, and to be honest, even my financial goals, it's it, they, they seem like a challenge for me. And I've set myself some, some financial goals that present challenges, which is fun. I've made it fun for myself, right? Um, so that is just to give you an example of behaviors that um, are helping me to live into those values. So uh, what current thoughts and behaviors are taking you away from your values. So again, you've just done what are you currently, um, what behaviors are you currently exhibiting that help you express the values and we're going for the opposite. And I, I wanted it to be behaviors and thoughts. And I think a lot of times we miss the thought process of this and we just look at what behaviors are taking us away from our values. But I also want to tackle the underlying thoughts because maybe we override our thoughts not out of 10 times, but it might be that one time that is actually, you know, causing a lot of self-sabotage. So thoughts too. For example, I have my first value is loving connection. And part of that is um, spending time with my mum my and my brother and his family. <clears throat> Unfortunately, though, they live quite far away. They live like two and a half hours away or two hours away. So one of my current thoughts or, yeah, I guess behaviors that is preventing that loving connection to an extent 
is sometimes I think I have a lack of energy or a lack of bandwidth. I'm very, very introverted and I like a lot of my own time and I have 50 coaching clients and I am quite hands-on with my coaching clients, um, not to mention actually my course that I'm running. Um, So there is a lot (laughs) happening, but uh, sometimes I feel like that, that, that those thoughts impact my ability to connect it impacts my ability to live into loving connection okay from there we're going to look at something called psychological flexibility which actually comes from acceptance and commitment therapy uh, which is saying which is basically saying that we can have two opposing thoughts and hold them together so just think of like you know wanting to go to the gym but also can't be stuffed two opposing thoughts psychological flexibility allows us to just hold them together um, and we don't need to just hang on to one of them and ditch the other one okay so we're going to try and look at these scenarios um, with a a psychological flexibility approach okay so for example just with the family one you know the time spent with my family and friends are very important to me I can set aside particular times to see them to help manage my energy give me some structure as well but also it could be something like thinking outside the box like I could call them I could zoom them you know there's lots of different lots of different options that I actually have when I start thinking with psychological flexibility Um, and there is also science Uh, The name of the theory is escaping me right now. The upward spiral theory, no. Um, But it basically says that when we feel positive, um, the broaden and build effect, that's what it is, the broaden and build effect. So um, when we have positive ideas, we're actually able to broaden our horizons and build from that um, to get really resourceful and come up with creative solutions, right? So... Part of what we're doing now is we're starting off with creating that anchor for what do we want to do? How do we want to direct our life? So we're always coming back to our values as an anchor for how we show up. But then we're also asking ourselves, like, what does it mean to us? How are we exhibiting them? How are we not? And then trying to use psychological flexibility to reframe any of the thoughts that are holding us back. Okay. So this is step number one. From there, we're going to go into goal setting, okay? So I'm going to talk you through this. So first of all, you're going to write down, you know, what it is you want to achieve. And I'll give you my example. So I want to finish my comp prep for AWMBS. You know, I don't have a goal of placing because it's subjective. It's in the hand of judge, the hands of the judges. Um, it depends who shows up on the day. Uh, all of these things, there are a lot of things I, I can't control. You know, what if there is another lockdown? There's things that I can't control. What can I control? I can actually finish the prep you know um i'm even thinking of you know look maybe if i ended up in hospital god forbid i get run over or something like that maybe i won't be able to finish it but if i you know god forbid a freak accident uh i should be able to finish it so without me harping on too much longer that's the goal i want to achieve can i be any more specific than that yes you know each week i want to tick off my cardio nutrition training and mindset targets again i could i could knuckle down and make that even more specific um week per week right when do i want to achieve that by i do actually have a date so it's the 30th of october um and then each of those process goals will be an individual week on its on its own. 
Is there a stepping stone to this goal? Yes, in my case, again, it's one week at a time. Um, for other goals, you might have like three monthly, six monthly. Um, it could be weekly for a shorter term goal as well. Is um, So, sorry, what is the underlying reason that I want to achieve it. So this is very important. Again, for me, this is challenge feeding into the value of challenge. Um, I also ask myself, do I need to let go of any safety blankets? And again, this is starting to think of those things that self-sabotage us. And, you know, I'm going through all of this, like I said, to provide you with a framework for motivation. And the more that we can un uncover our, our blocks and our saboteurs, saboteurs, um, the more likely we're going to be overcome them. And this is one of the questions, like, what is a safety blanket? And for me, it's a little bit of a lack of structure because, you know, you, you, you might have heard before, one of my values is freedom. I love freedom. And we could also take that to flexibility. But at the same time, uh, that value can sometimes throw me off track with doing the things I need to do, okay? So I already know that potentially lack of structure might impact my level of motivation. Um, then I like to go, how will I feel if I achieve it and go into great detail by, with that? And then how will I feel if I don't achieve it and go into great deal about that? And again, just those two things in themselves can help with um, making sure you get shit done. From there, we're going to go, okay, what are the action steps that I can imagine that I'll need to take to achieve this goal? Now, you don't need to write them all in because some of them you won't know just yet. You actually won't know and we don't need to have all of the answers. But we do need a basic structure of what are the next steps. So, for example, for me, I've got like meal planning, grocery lists, diarizing my session times, no phone during training sessions, doing my mobility work, doing my posing practice, daily mindfulness, mastering my psychology, right? Um, watching other people pose, getting posing sessions, seeing my coach maybe face-to-face -face for to make sure I'm training at appropriate intensity, filling out my uh, weekly tracker, right? There is a whole bunch of action steps that I need to undertake to meet this goal. And sometimes when we have the goal, we have no action steps. We're going to be overwhelmed and we're not going to be able to take action. So just write down what you can but test yourself to write down as many as you can uh, because all of this is going to help you feel way less overwhelmed. And again, like we're trying to create basically a paint-by-numbers lifestyle when we're looking at goal achievement. Now, for you, you know, it could just be lifestyle-based goals. So it could just be ticking off the boxes weekly. It could be a competition. It could be a fat loss goal. It could be a muscle growth goal. Whatever it is, write it down. Finally, what values does this goal help you to express and how? So, you know, how does this help me express challenge? How does this help me express all of the, you know, any of the values that I've, I've mentioned there? That is part number two. Then we're going to go into what I've called the mojo guide, and I bloody love this. And this is a little bit of the NLP work now, okay? So the previous stuff, um, definitely the value ID uh, and um, the goals was a lot of the social cognitive theory of motivation. We need the structure, um, the very grounded logical thought processes. And now we're getting into a little bit of the more NLP stuff. But basically, I, I just, I think that this is so valuable. What character traits am I going to need to exhibit to achieve this goal? Now, if you don't know, find someone who's achieved the goal and study them what character traits are they exhibiting? Are they organized? Are they resourceful? Are they courageous? Are they timely? Are they 
optimistic, there's just so many, okay? Write them all down. Are they all, yeah, I already said that, structured, you know, diligent, conscientious, um, open-minded. There's so many. Write out 10 character traits you're going to have to exhibit. Then I want you to write down, if you had achieved this goal, and again, if you're not sure, draw on someone who's already achieved it, 10 beliefs about yourself and the world and about what's possible if you had achieved it. So I want you to try and embody the person who has achieved the goal. And again, you may not know, either guess or try to go to biographies, autobiographies, YouTube, Instagram, we can get really great behind the scenes and a lot of people are talking about their mindset now, which is fantastic. And just ask yourself, even if you don't believe it yet, you don't need to believe it now because if you did, you would have the result that that belief produced. What do you need to, what will you be believing, sorry, about the world and yourself? So for example, just say I have completed my competition prep. What will I believe to be true? I believe that I am capable of doing really hard things even when I don't want to. I will be believing that I have the grit to show up um, daily. And I'm just repeating the same things because I don't have answers in front of me, but you can kind of get the gist. Uh I'm just sort of thinking a little bit outside the box, but just say like if it was a financial thing and you had um, a financial goal, you might believe in abundance versus scarcity. You might believe that money brings the best out in people instead of thinking money brings the worst out in people, you know, right? Write down those things. Then I love this one as well. What are some, what are the top five affirmations you can use to remind yourself of your values and intent? Um, and typically throughout my life and throughout phases and through different things that I'm focusing on, I have one that stands out to me. And sometimes they don't, they won't mean anything to to the outside world, but to me, they're, they're critical in my mind. I have one, I used to play tennis as a kid, competition tennis. I wasn't great at it, um, but I was doing, you know, Saturday morning competition. That meant a lot to me as a kid, okay? And winning did mean a lot to me too, okay? Um, and I had this one and it was from, oh my goodness, it was from a movie which escapes my mind at the moment, but um, it was an Aliens movie, not 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 the actual franchise Aliens, but it was a Starship Troopers. If anyone remembers Starship Troopers, you have to message me. But basically it's like the, I don't know, American military maybe fighting against a whole bunch of aliens and there are a whole lot of scenes in there where they're like, so yes, sir, so yes, sir, okay? And they're just, you know, taking orders and they're getting shit done even at the risk of them dying. And I know this is extremely dramatic, but my brain is a little bit dramatic. So... I remember being on the tennis court and I actually wrote on my hand in pen, S-Y-S, as Sir, yes, sir. And this is very embarrassing now. The story is coming out of my mouth, but this is what happens when you don't script podcasts. Um, so I would look at this statement and I would recite that in my mind and I would say to myself, like, Sir, yes, sir. And it means I was just going to get this shit done. I was going to play the point to the best of my ability and I was going to do my best to win the point, okay? Again, it doesn't mean much to the outside world. It meant a lot to me. Um, 
just recently I read the book Existential Kink, which is really, really helpful for understanding why we lean in and do things that on the outside, again, seem like self-sabotage. And I got a bracelet made up with an engraving, which says something like you, I think it's like you kinky motherfucker. Um, But it just reminds me that when I do things that frustrate myself, I just look at this bracelet and I have a little chuckle. I make light of it and I don't take the mistake or the thing that I've done that has pissed me off so seriously and it diffuses the whole situation. And I remind myself I'm a human. Humans are not perfect. We're absolutely not perfect. We're all here learning. We're all here trying to do our best or doing our best with the tools uh, that we have available to us. So they're just two examples. Actually, at the moment, I have another one that's in my head right now for my comp prep and whether people are going to say this is healthy or not, it's actually override your emotions. And I actually might get that done on a shirt, to be honest with you. But it's really helping me to just let my emotions flow, let them be, but then take action in a way that serves me. Okay, from there, you're going to get out some pictures and you can do this on Pinterest, you can do on a mood board or whatever, print them out of people who inspire you or who who exhibit the traits that you've listed or who who have already achieved what you want to achieve, okay? Um, The picture, one of the pictures I have is of Michael Phelps because I find that his story of uh, his athleticism incredibly inspiring. There is one story I read about him that I've mentioned on this podcast before, but basically he visualized his swim so often uh, in his mind. There was, and forgive me for my knowledge of the story but he he was basically doing a, a swimming race I'm not sure how they what they call them um, and again I'm not sure if it was at the Olympics forgive me for not knowing the details but water came into his goggles and I'm basically I'm sure he won the he won the race but I'm pretty sure he even broke a world record in that particular race and he was kind of asked you know geez, you know, you had this issue with your goggles. How did you do this? Um, And he said that he visualized this swim. I think it was like every day, multiple times. And that to me is a very, very incredibly inspiring story of athleticism and mindfulness and and determination. Uh, So he is, he is one of my pictures and I, and I have a few of different people who I, who I admire and I, and I want to embody their traits. And if it exists in another human, it can exist in us. Okay. So then what I want you to do is I want you to write down your success narrative. And now this can look very, very different. It can be a week. It can be a day. It can be hours. It can be an event, whatever you want it to be. I don't want you to think it has to be one particular thing, but I want you to write it out. um, First person as you, as if it's happening or sorry, as it, well, as if it's, yes, if, as if it's in the present moment and I want you to make it feel real. If it, I've done this in the past where things felt like a bit of a stretch and it doesn't sit. So, you know, people talk about you have to set goals that are scary and exciting. It depends. You know, if you really don't believe it, I don't think this is going to work too much and it's okay to inch forward. Um, do whatever you like. You can set crazy what is, you know, write a crazy narrative, like I own a multi-billion dollar company and I'm competing and, you know, I've got a world record in an Olympic um, sport, like whatever you want to do, or you can bring it back a notch, okay? <laughs> um, but make it present moment. 
And I really want you to not write the how everything is happening. I actually want you to write it as if it was a like a diary log of the day. How do you feel? What are your senses saying? Who's around you? What do things look like? I don't want you to think about what's possible and the how, okay? Just write the narrative. Then we're going to go into looking at your limits. So we're going to go back again. What current thoughts and behaviors are keeping you stuck in the same patterns? So throughout this this work so far, you would have identified there are some loops happening for you. There are some common patterns happening, whether it's thoughts and behaviors um, that are keeping you stuck. Write them out. Again, using psychological flexibility, how can you reframe the thoughts and behaviors? How can you think about them differently? How can you give yourself a break for a second? Give yourself a bit of a laugh and a chuckle if you possibly can. And I know depending on your background, some of these things might be really serious. But again, can we not make light exactly, but how can we diffuse this a little bit? And then I want you to write a list of what actions can you take instead? What thoughts can you think instead? Okay. How can you diffuse it a little bit? All right. Then from there, we need, and again, this is going back to the social social cognitive theory of motivation, we do need structure, we need accountability and review. We need, you need to be able to see that you're making progress, okay? The people who do well and the people who quote unquote stay motivated have some kind of marker of their progress so um, they can see that they're doing something in the direction of where they want to go. So I have like, what was your focus for the week? What were your action steps completed? What what did you not complete? What action steps didn't you meet? Okay, reflections on what works, reflections on what needs tweaking. What can you change for the week ahead to make it better? What's your affirmation for the week ahead? Okay, so you should have your piece of paper with, uh, let me see, let me count, one, two, three, four, five headings. Heading number one is your values. Heading number two is your goals. Heading number three was your mojo, mojo guide. Heading number four was your limits. And heading number five was your accountability and review. So I'll tell you the story. I was in the gym a few hours ago in my home gym and met. I had everything running through my head. You're tired. Don't train. You're fatigued. Don't train. Your legs feel heavy. And this is a leg session. Don't train. This is a deload day. So actually, you can probably just take it off. Don't train. Um, you've still got plenty of days during this week to do the session. So you don't need to do it, right? I had all of these thoughts running through my head, but there are some overriding things for the reason why I decided to train. Now, what were they? Number one, I don't want to train three days in a row, which is what I would have to do to get all these sessions in because I know it will hinder my training performance. I had plenty of time to train and I procrastinated all day. This isn't a situation of me actually being really honestly tired or fatigued or any of those things. They were absolutely stories. Hey, I've got my aura tracker. I'm at like 90%, 91 readiness today. I scored like 90 for my sleep, you know, two and a half hours of REM and deep sleep last night. I've been eating all my food properly. My stress is really low. Okay. Um, and I didn't want to be racing around uh, tomorrow either to get this session in as I have some social engagements. All right. So there were plenty of good reasons 
reasons to train. The final one, the final one actually came about because I've done this framework that I just presented to you and I've done it in relation to competing. And I know the type of person who has the result that I want wouldn't let the thoughts that was going through her head today stop her from doing this session. And the difference in me, sorry, the difference in the person who would do well or who is going to do well throughout a comp prep versus the person who is not is the person who can hear all those thoughts that was going through my head still show up and do the session anyway. The difference in in terms of my goal, my personal goal that I want to achieve is going to be the person who can hear all those thoughts and show up anyway. Your goals might be different. That's fine not trying to preach anything else. I'm just saying the women who are going to be doing well in this competition are going to be showing up regardless. I already know that. So if I want to be at least competitive, I'm going to have to do that too. So you can see how it's like before when we're asking ourselves, you know, what are the character traits of the people who are, uh, who have already achieved this goal? I already knew what they were because I've done this framework. I can draw on this shit really, really quickly. So when I hear all of these thoughts in my head, I can already identify. I know this is a self-sabotaging thought. I've already predicted it. I already knew it was going to come. So, yes, it was very uncomfortable for me to sit in there. I almost started crying. (laughs) Again, very dramatic, right? Nothing's really wrong. It felt very uncomfortable. I felt very agitated in my skin. I walked in and out of the gym like six or seven times. Uh, And then I finally said to myself, the women who are going to get the result you want are showing up right now. You can either choose to show up or you can choose to not. And having drawn on this framework, I chose to show up. So I'm going to leave you there with this podcast. If you took something out of it, I would super, super appreciate if you can share it on your stories. If you can please tag fit and free podcast and at Amy Louise coaching. I do have glam body coaching spots open at the moment. If you're looking for one-on-one coaching, so definitely DM me if you would like that. Otherwise, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode so much and I will speak to you next time. 